The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, and welcome to A Blind View for October 28, 2023. My name is Belle. I am your facilitator this afternoon or evening, depending on where you are listening. And speaking of listening, I want to thank Herbie for streaming for us on ACV Media and also Steve for hosting for us here in Zoom. And also Herbie is uh, connecting us to Clubhouse as well. So we have all three platforms here. Glad you all are joining wherever you choose to be listening. And um, I almost started out with a Halloween joke, but I figured that would scare you off. Uh, see what I did there? Uh, that <laughs> More than anything. So I chose not to go that route. Um, so today's topic is actually going to be about Halloween and not so much what you think it might be. Uh, it's more or less, I would love to know your view, since is, this is a blind view, I would love to know your view of what Halloween is for you today versus when you were a kid. Uh, and what I mean by that is um, in today's society, there's a lot of just craziness going on, um, not just during Halloween, but throughout the year. It's just nuts. Um, so when you, if you're invited to a party or if you decide that you want to hand out candy to kids and things like that, do you feel safe doing that? Do you know, do you want to open up your home, so to speak, uh, to invite strangers to your door when you can't see them? Um, do you, you know, if you're invited to a Halloween party or maybe some of you still work um, and you're invited to the Halloween office party, do you, um, are you hesitant about going because you may feel left out because everyone is all dressed up in their costumes and you can't see, you know, what they're dressed up as? Um, or do you feel honored to go and you're excited and you, you know, you have people that tell you what's going on around you, how people are dressed, things like that. So that's some of the, a few of the things I'd want to talk about today. And if you would like to also share briefly on um, what Halloween was like for you as a kid, you know, were you included with the family when you, they did trick-or-treating or went to Halloween parties? Um, did your parents or did your siblings or friends tell you about the costumes that they saw, you know, when you were out? And from a sighted person's perspective, maybe some folks here, were sighted early on in life or had some low vision um 
I would love to hear your perspective as well. You know, how was Halloween different for you? Because you were sighted, maybe you didn't even think about kids that were blind and how they um, dealt with Halloween and the different costumes and things like that. So that is the general topic. And um, I'm going to wait and share my view on some of this uh, as we go along. But I will remind folks, since this is a more general topic, um, let's kind of keep our answers to, if we can, to a minute or less, you know, at least a minute. Uh, if we get too far over that, I, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I will stop you so that we can move on to our next uh, participant. But I certainly definitely want to hear from each person that's here, if you feel like sharing. So, Steve, do we have any raised hands? You have five already, and the first one is Lucy Edmonds. Oh, well, hi. I'm not surprised. Okay, I'll go fast. <laughs> okay, so yeah, right. <laughs> Halloween has always been really important to me. When I was a kid, I was included. I went trick-or-treating. I went to parties. People told me about costumes. I got candy. When I was in college, I went to parties. When I worked, we I worked in a hospital, and we went to floors, dressed up, and handed out coloring books and crayons and little toys to kids because we couldn't give them candy. I always handed out candy uh, in every place I lived. I've lived in this apartment for 20 years. They do not allow trick-or-treating, which makes me sad because I would. I, I love Halloween. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just always been really important. I loved to dress up. Absolutely loved it. And Did, did you, know, you ever have people describing costumes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. When I went to parties, they would. Uh, my sisters always did. Um, yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was really cool. And when I went to the School for the Blind, we had a Halloween parade around campus, and we had noisemakers and got candy and wore costumes, and it was just a blast. <laughs> Would you feel safe now going out? Going out? Yeah, for Halloween. Like parties and such. Only to people that I know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't just go to some party that I didn't know anybody. I don't. Right. I don't do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you took a breath there because you were scaring me. Why? Well, I, I know, <laughs> but you scared me because I was afraid I'd go over a minute. <laughs> oh my God! You're fine. You're fine. Just smart Alec. <laughs> <laughs> if we All have right. time for a round two, I've got something else in mind, so stick around. Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> All right. Okay, Donna Browning is next. Hey, Donna. Hello. All right. So um I I already I go to church thing for Halloween now. Um so I feel fairly safe doing that. The thing I don't like about it is um, when they're dressing, I have a hard time telling who, who people are when they're not wearing costumes. It makes it a lot worse when they've got mm -hmm. costumes on. I really feel it, 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 it feels uncomfortable because I feel like I can't go up to people and say hello um, unless I know who they are. Right. And, and, you know, I just feel stupid. And um I uh, I like it when it's a dark because it's dark and you know uh, that if I get something wrong they'll know why you know but inside when we're all inside it, it's harder 
Um, yeah. And I also hate because we're we have a big buffet and it's oh that's hard for me because we're doing chili cook off and all these yeah it's just a lot and um, when I was younger um, I had a little bit better vision um, and so I could see a little bit more but mm, <laughs> I still um, my mom didn't let us go out on our own until we were a certain age and one year I did that yeah. And one neighbor scared me to death because I, it was dark and I, all I could see was big. He looked like, he looked like, um, um, on the Munsters, you know, Herman Munster. Yeah. Yeah. He was tall. And the guy was, he was taller than the door. It freaked me out. He had to have, um, big shoes on. I went, I tried to run and I had my blind friend with me, my friend who couldn't see anything. She didn't understand what was happening. I was just screaming. (laughs) <laughs> I had to explain it to her later and yeah. And she said, Well, I want my candy and says, so Fine, you go take your cane, walk down the sidewalk, he'll give it to you. I'm not going back up there. <laughs> but right. yeah, so that's what happened to me. And and that's what yeah, Halloween is it's like it just makes some of the things that are harder for me already and just makes it harder and kind of painful because I just don't know who people are and I have to depend on the sight of people to tell me and I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't go to parties unless I know the people. And I usually get left there to stuff anyway. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. And, except for the church thing. But and that, I don't get asked to stuff. So, yeah. So All it's right. fine. It's totally okay. Well, thanks for sharing, Donna. I appreciate you being here. You're welcome, my friend. Hey, Pam Coffee is next. Okay, I'll try to go real. I'll try to go real fast, uh, <laughs> which is not my nature. I'm I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue, like Moses. <laughs> uh, okay, when I was a kid, I did go trick or treating. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I, uh, if I were invited to a Halloween party, I went. People would usually describe, or at least my family did my parents did what the costumes looked like assuming they were where they could see them Uh, if they were busy elsewhere in the house then I just handed out the candy and wondered what they looked like especially after I got older than the trick-or-treaters you know and I would just hand out candy Uh, now I live in an apartment we normally do not have trick-or-treaters but I always buy a small bag of candy just in case one of the children in the neighborhood shows up, which they usually don't. They're busy with other activities. Our church has a carnival right around Halloween, trunk or treat, all that kind of stuff. I normally do not go. It's not that I have anything against kids. It's just that there are a lot of them. I don't know all of the children. I don't drive, so I don't have a car. Uh, I just don't go. So I just stick with buying a little bag of candy and handing it out. And I'm very sad that often the children themselves don't feel safe going out in the neighborhoods anymore. It's just very sad. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right. Thanks, Pam. And look, if they don't show up to get the candy, 
you get candy yourself. <laughs> well, that's very true. I always make sure to get something I like because exactly. chances are I'm going to have it left over and I keep it hidden so I won't eat it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But then Thanks. I enjoy it over time. Appreciate Thanks. you being here. Thanks. All right. Joe Marks is next. Hi, Joe. Hey, good evening. Um, so I kind of fall into that category you referred to earlier. I had high partial low vision when I was younger, and uh, I've since lost my sight uh, about two years ago. Um, when I was growing up, it was it was kind of interesting because I always liked having enough vision to be able to see some of the cool costumes either that people created or people you know went out and bought like it just always interested me so it's it's something that i always in, was interested in and then the other thing was that and i kind of go on the other side of this i still welcome trick-or-treaters even though i don't have sight but i'm kind of maybe the other side of this where i like to scare them and so <laughs> I kind of reverse the reverse engineered the, the, the instead of me being fearful, I put fear into them. So I do like different Halloween gags. Um, ah. So and my daughter, who's three, is going out trick or treating. So I try to do it when my wife takes her after my wife takes her out. So that way she doesn't see me and get get frightened. Um, but one time I, I did like a scarecrow. And um, I kind of had myself dressed as a scarecrow and I had me propped kind of like on a chair and slouched down. And as the <laughs> trick-or-treaters walked up to the bucket, I would move yeah. and it would just be a subtle little movement. And you would see kids just take like drop the candy and go. And I'm like, it's OK, it's OK. And you're like, no, no, I don't believe you. And so I kind of reversed the tables. Like instead yeah, of me go. being scared, I I scare them. So sick or not. But it, 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 you spoke about a joke. It's not really a joke, but someone actually asked me when I, um, during this Halloween season, since I've lost my sight, they're like, so are you afraid of the dark? I'm like, no, oh, I'm in yeah, the dark you... all the time. I'm like, how am I afraid of the dark? Yeah, we, we get that from people. Yeah. But I, I like your approach there. Turn it around, turn the tables and, you know, scare them. Yep. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you being here, Joe. All right. Who's next? And next up, we have Lisa Brooks. Lisa. Hey there. Hey, everybody. Um, So I, I think Halloween's a lot of fun. And um, we... When we lived in townhouses where, you know, the places are close together and there were a lot of kids in the community, a lot of people would sit out, um, you know, get a chair and just sit out on the front porch kind of thing and give candy out. And I always liked that because then you could sort of talk to the neighbor next mm -hmm. door. Um, but now where we live, um, we live in a house now. And so the, we don't get a lot of kids anymore, which is kind of sad. Um but I wanted to share, I'm, I'm pretty shy. So if, if I'm giving out candy, you know, I just give out the candy. But Ron is not shy. <laughs> and he does something that I think is really cool. He'll actually um, ask people what they're dressed as. 
which I think uh, is, you know, a really cool thing to do because I don't have the nerve for it, but he'll do it. He'll go, so, you know, what do you, what costume do you have? Or I can't see, can you tell me, you know, what costume you have? And I always thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, that he would actually, you know, be <laughs> brave enough to ask. Um, and I think costumes are a lot of fun. Um, I, I went trick-or-treating with when I was a kid um, and I'd usually walk with one of my brothers or one of the adults that went with. Um, and then as a parent, um, when our kids were little, we both had guide dogs. And so we would walk with our kids when, when, um, we would take them out trick or treating or, you know, we would take turns and one would stay home and one would go out with them. Um, but I think costumes nowadays, um, are really, really cool because they have like, so the last work Halloween work party that I went to, um, we had a costume contest and I found a cactus costume at Target um, oh, wow. being in Arizona. I thought that was a real cool thing. <laughs> and, um, and it, it is a costume. It's like, it has a hood over the top and long sleeves. Um, and then, you know, it goes all the way down to my feet and it has a fan in it. So once you squeeze yourself into this thing, <laughs> You turn on the fan and it blows air and your costume blows up. So oh, wow. what people see is my face and my shoes, but the rest of me is cactus and my, my, the, where the top of my head is, since it's got a fan in there, it blows it up real tall. And so I have like spikes sticking out. It's oh, the that best is costume cool. ever. I love walking around wearing that thing. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> um, and you know, when we were kids, costumes were, um, and I'm sure that they, they still are, but, um, you know, they, they, they weren't very, um, they, I want to say less accessible. <laughs> they were just like, um, like I remember my brother was a vampire one year and, um, he showed me his vampire teeth and I thought that was really cool. And I think I was a ghost. But if you felt the costumes, they were decorated, but they didn't feel any different. Right. It was just like this plasticky stuff. Yeah, there was no like tactile indication. Yeah, that, but yeah. like nowadays you can get these and, and maybe the, maybe we didn't have enough money to buy the more fancy ones. But nowadays you can get like when my kids were little, I would buy their costumes. Well, when they didn't notice off of eBay. <laughs> um, and like one year that like one of them was a tiger and it had you know it was a fur thing um and it had like ears and like claw gloves and and a tail um you know so i mean they're a lot more you know kind of fun because there's, right. there's different things you can feel on them and you know pumpkins will have costumes with like ridges and and yeah. you know so you can feel it more anyway i'll be quiet now absolutely <laughs> i i like that i hadn't thought about that as far as the costumes being more versatile now where you you know people that are blind can really tell what they're like so thanks for pointing that out no pun intended with the cactus <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny thanks. <laughs> thanks lisa hey Lori is next hey Lori. Lori, you got to get that unmute button All right, we can move on to our next person. We'll come back to her. Okay, uh, Allison Smitherman is next. Hey, Allison. 
Hey, Bill. Um, oh, this this is a really neat call, and I appreciate you including oh. people with low vision too, because I saw Absolutely. that in the description. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go." <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm you know I'm high partial, and I've always been all my life. Um, so I've never had any trouble, you know, seeing costumes that people had on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Halloween's always, you know, it's was. As, as a kid, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed uh, going trick-or-treating with my sisters. And uh, one particular year, I remember we had a, I guess it was like a carnival at the School for the Blind. And one of the rooms we went into, <laughs> they, uh, I think they either got us to wear blindfolds or put, uh, you know, those of us that could see and put, um, or close our eyes, I don't know. But um, they had these bowls of different uh items in them like one would have spaghetti noodles and they would tell you that it was cats uh you know the brains or something and then the next one had lima beans and they'd say it was cat's eyes and different things like that it was a lot of fun just crazy you know Mm -hmm. ghoulish things like that um and then i remember uh the only costume party i ever went to was our local chapter uh, several years back not our chapter, but it was another one, had a um, party and they had a group of line dancers that, that came out and did some line dancing. And we had a costume party and Mike and I went as a doctor. He was uh, worked at a hospital at the time and he had on his, uh, he got a lab coat and a stethoscope and he went as a doctor and I got me a nursing outfit from a party store and I went as the nurse and so we didn't win any prizes, but we had a good time. So um, all right, awesome. And yeah, and as as far as uh, giving out candy, we buy candy every year, but we don't have trick or treaters much anymore. So we'll end up because Mike candy eats ourselves. it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Believe it or not, we got this big bag bag of candy sitting on our table, and it hasn't been opened yet. And it's hard not to, you know, I walk oh. by there and I just want to get into it, but we're trying to hold off and. I don't think we'll have anyone. We have a few kids in the neighborhood, but um, I don't think they'll come out. They just don't. And honestly, if I lived by myself, I probably wouldn't answer the door. I just uh, am not comfortable opening the door to people I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, am, I am with you so, there. I'm the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, if you know, with him being here, I don't feel too unsafe doing that. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, it, it's a it's a fun time. So. Anyway, yeah. I guess that's about all I have to say at this point. So thanks for letting me share. Absolutely. Glad you're here. Glad to be here. Thank you. Hey, should we try Lori one more time? Star nine to unmute, Lori. I'm sorry, six. star six. Star six. Star six, unmute. There you go. Star there nine is raise your hand. We, yeah. we got yeah. you, Lori. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I'm sorry I didn't hear you call me the first time, but I that's got a new right. cordless phone and uh you know, and when there's a lot of people talking at the same time, I don't hear what so, you're saying. So, so what's your Halloween story? My Halloween story is, well, uh, when I was growing up, I was legally blind, so I had some vision. And um, our uh, our neighborhood had a fire department that had a Halloween parade, parade and my, my parents took me and my brother trick-or-treating, trick, trick or which was safer in those days. Because we only went to people's houses that we knew. We didn't Mm -hmm. go all over the neighborhood. We just went to the ones close by. Right. We didn't go all the way around the block. But when we had the parade, it went around the block. And then, but as my brother and I got older and the kids came to our door, 
um, things got more dangerous. And so we just decided to pretend like we weren't home by turning off lights and turning off television so that nobody would bother us. But now that I live in an apartment building, um, I, I wouldn't open my door to anyone because, uh, number one, they don't allow it, but people who don't keep an eye on their kids, let them roam the hallways. And if anybody were to knock on my door and ask for candy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it yeah. for the safety of my neighbors. But, right. um, that's, that's my Halloween story short, like me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lori. I appreciate you being yeah. here. Thanks, Bill. You too. Hey, next up is Nora. Hey, Nora. Hi, what is my, what is my question? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so we're talking today about um, Halloween and what your experience has been. Have you, um, do you feel comfortable now uh, inviting trick-or-treaters to your home? Or do you feel comfortable being invited to a Halloween party? Or what was your experience growing up as a kid going trick-or-treating? Well, I'll tell my experience. Well, first of all, because I live in the low-income country guy housing, you know, we're, we're not allowed to have any trick-or-treaters right. um, off the street unless we have family members that, that come and, and just come to their family members and trick-or-treat that way. But I might experience, I remember going from from house to house and trick-or-treating with my, I think it's my father or, or my just or somebody used to take me around, and it was fun. And they were very nice people. All those I have trick-or-treated with whoever house. I mean, the houses, and uh, that was, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, so did you get to wear different costumes? Oh, yeah, different years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. That was awesome. really fun. Oh, yeah, it was fun. My father had taken me. Trick-or-treating it a few times, I think. I can't remember how many, how many times, but it was fun. I'm sure you got lots of candy. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. I think my nephew has gone trick-or-treating in the past. And I went to a couple of Halloween parties, I think especially at a school. And I was I think I was a lion or a tiger one day, one year. Oh, my. And I, and I remember <laughs> doing that. Oh, yeah. In elementary school. It'll be fun. <laughs> so that's my experience. And I would not open my door nowadays to trick or trigger to anybody because yeah. you're living in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. never know with folks these days. Yep, that's yeah. right. I've never go to a Christmas, I mean, Halloween party or go to a fall festival party or fall party or something like that. Yeah. All yep. right. Well, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. And next up is Lucy Edmonds. Let's go to, I see a couple that haven't um, oh, okay. uh, we raised can, their hand yet. Uh, Sandra Burgess then. Hi, Sandra. Oh, hi. Um, I remember when I was little, a long time ago, going trick-or-treating with my mom and dad and then later on going with friends who were sighted, going around. We weren't allowed to go real far. 
Um, and I think just about everybody we went to, we knew. Um, and then when I got older and wasn't trick-or-treating anymore, my father would deliberately say, okay, we're going out to dinner to avoid the trick-or-treaters. He would buy candy, which we shared among each other as a family. But we always like fled the house, went out, stayed out till like 8.30 or so at night. My father would say, oh, I think it's safe to go back home. <laughs> we would all go back home and then try to keep a lot of the lights off so that nobody would think we were participating in trick-or-treating. <laughs> um, and I, I would remember going to a few parties. One, um, one where they had I think, spaghetti, like somebody said, and, and eyeballs. They were, they were grapes. I don't remember what the other stuff was. I remember we bobbed for apples. Oh, that's um, yeah, that's the only time I've ever done that. And now that I'm, I don't enjoy it so much. Now that I'm in a house alone, I'm not crazy about the evening of Halloween. And I, I just try to shut some of the lights off and shut the porch lights out mm -hmm. and whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. All right, Sandra, thank you for sharing with us. Okay. Yeah, we got Phil Jones up next. All right. Hi there, Phil. Good evening, Val, my dear friend. I I, uh, I had to eat, so I got here a little late. But uh, anyway, I am here. So. <laughs> Right. Uh, to answer your question, I, I when I was small, I used to love trick or treating. I remember there were two particular episodes. I went, I guess, when I was five years old, my mother took my sister and uh, myself along with five neighborhood kids. I don't know. She just took care of seven kids all together. I don't think she did, though. I think she had uh, our next door neighbor helping us. But we had a real cool time then. And then uh, in night, uh, when I was 11, uh, 12, and 13 years old, brother, I went with um, trick-or-treating with a couple of neighborhood fellows. And uh, that was fun, good experiences. Um, <clears throat> Halloween parties, I haven't been to those in a very long time, but I always had fun when I did go, especially at school carnivals that they used to have. Mm -hmm. um, as far as now, no... Uh, over here at the house, we don't have that many kids around, so we do get something, though, just in case we do. But me personally, I don't think that I would um, open the door to too many of them. I, sadly, you know, the, even a lot of kids are not even trick-or-treating anymore because it's – sadly, we don't live in the same world that we right, used to live exactly. with kids. And it's uh, it's a lot it's a lot more a lot worse than it was uh, then. Even though then it was pretty mean too, because I know when I was twelve years old, I began to hear stories about some people who would put rat poisoning in candy or bubble mm -hmm. gum or something like that. So I mean that was a long time ago. Uh, it just you know really not just not tricking the people, but being downright mean. I mean no. Yeah. It's just, and it's just gotten a lot meaner now. And I know what I will do on Halloween usually is listen listen to uh, hor old horror old time radio. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. And uh, maybe find some stories like my our radio reading service uh, 
oftentimes we'll read some scary stories in Halloween. Those things are cool. Uh, that's my that's my way of celebrating Halloween now. There you go. That's that's awesome. All right, Phil. Thanks for joining us. All right. Okay, and Beth is next up. Hi, Beth. Hello. I've always liked Halloween. Uh, when we were when we were growing up, we used to uh, we used to go to Halloween parties either at school or you know the Halloween carnivals and stuff. And I had different costumes. One year I was a space alien. Cool. And uh, <laughs> one year I was a a black cat. That was pretty cool. Uh, we even had a stuffed tail and everything <laughs> like that. And uh, and then it was a one piece suit like pajamas. And mm-hmm. I could wear those after Halloween, you know. Well, and there you I go. Could, next year, if I wanted to, I could wear my 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 stuffed tail again, and you know, and it was pretty neat. And then a big, like a big cat mask with um with you know those glowing eyes and stuff. And yeah, so it was awesome. pretty cool. And um, and so one year I was a. Uh, like I said, a space alien too, and and I liked those school carnivals. And then at the school for the blind, we didn't necessarily dress up. I don't think because there wasn't. It seemed like there wasn't that many costumes. Um, well, we were in in high school then, but uh, we did uh, we did get uh, you know participate in the cakewalk and stuff like that that they had in their carnivals. Mm-hmm. And it was neat. They had a but in in public schools, we had that spaghetti thing, like somebody said, and the and the I think it was Jello or something like that that was supposed to be their blood and and <laughs> yeah <laughs> red Jello and stuff like that, and then the grapes were eyeballs and mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Um, awesome. And then I used to take my kids trick or treating too. Me and me and their dad would take them trick or treating, but uh, we lived half a block from the police station, so we we would take our candy to the police station after uh, <laughs> and get you know, it checked after out. After we went trick or treating, yeah, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and, that that's smart. Now, that's a good idea. Living here, um, I mean, he still he still is here, but he's a he's a seasonal labor sometimes, and um, so if he's not here, I. I'm very careful who I open the door to, although I think the people would look out for me here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I do get candy for the kids sometimes. In fact, I'm going to have to go Monday and do that. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing with us, Beth. And then, okay, and then I was going to say, too, one year when I was at the rehab center, it was pretty cool because um, uh. I had a, it was Halloween, and I says, I would love, I've always liked uh, the Hannibal movies. And so we, little by little, the costume came together, and I, I saved my pork chop and some beans from dinner. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we, you know, we put it on a, on a paper plate. I could eat it later. And then, uh, and then we had a little bit of, of rice too, and then some, uh, I got an orange jumpsuit, and then the therapist 
the physical therapist lent me a cane. And oh, then we painted go. a sign. You know, we painted a sign that said, uh, having an old friend for dinner. Oh. And the people liked it. I, I, Good idea. I won for I won first prize for that. <laughs> I didn't. Awesome. I didn't expect it, you know, but it was pretty cool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you. Uh huh. Okay, Felipe's next up. Hey, Felipe. Hello. Hi, there. Hi my name's Felipe, and uh, I remember I had a, a lot of fun when I was younger, growing up. But then when I got into my preteens and everything, I started hanging around with some uh, pretty rough kids. And we'd go around egging and oh, doing boy. mischief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing stuff. And I remember one time we were getting ready to egg a car that was passing by. And, a, and there were some kids in the back. And they stuck out the windows and they egged us. And I got oh. hit in the back by, a, by an egg. And it didn't break. And my God, was that did that hurt. Uh. But <laughs> later on, I, I had my second daughter when I was 44, and uh, I had a really good time going out trick-or-treating with her, and it, it was awesome. And then I, as she got a little older, I just started putting posters on stop signs how just before Halloween, that trick, that Halloween was a devil thing, and uh, this, this, that. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, Halloween is for kids. But yeah. I lost my vision three and a half years ago. So uh, then as I got older and she got older and she started doing her own thing, uh, I didn't, you know, I turned out my lights like everybody else. I didn't really, I was sighted, but I didn't buy candy. I was a cheapo, I guess, <laughs> or I because I'd eat them too. If I did buy candy, by the right. time it was, you know, <laughs> I'd eat them. And uh, now it's like I am. Since I've I've been blind, I I'm afraid to open the door. I live alone, and sure, know, yeah, I'm older, so you know that's basically it. But it was great. I had fun. Yeah, well, I appreciate you being here and sharing. I and I was going to ask you since you lost your sight, how did you feel about it now? But you you answered that, so thank you. Appreciate you oh, being thank here. You. Thanks for having me. And next up, we got Area Code seven hundred three. All right. Can you unmute and let us know who you are? Hi, this is Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey. Hi, Donna. This is Belle. Um, <laughs> I know. Madonna was on the call. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah. Um, when I was young, um, I went. I have low vision, and I always went trick-or-treating with friends and family, and that seemed to work out very well. Um, now I live in a house. And I would say 14 out of the 16 houses on the block usually pass out candy. Uh, my daughter and I usually sit out in the front yard, and a lot of the neighbors do the same thing. And the adults will go around saying, oh, I'll trade you a Reese's for a Milky Way and, you know, <laughs> or something like that. And last year we had at least 75 children come by. Wow. And they and they've been very polite, very friendly, and my daughter's always been wonderful about describing things to me. And she's an elementary school teacher, so she knows 
you know, what all the kids are interested in these days. So she'll discuss the costumes with them and, you know, carry wow. on the conversation. And it's been great. All right. That's awesome. Debbie, I appreciate you being here and sharing. Well, thank you. Okay. We've got Randy Netherton. Hi there, Randy. Hello, Belle. Um, yes, I think I do remember. Uh, I remember um, when I was in school, I remember going to classroom and classroom with my costume on. That I do remember. And um, when we were going, I was going out trick and treating, we used to go people who, who we generally know at times. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was living in the country, we didn't get very many people because, uh, well, um, I don't know if there were many kids. Yeah. And and when I got older, I, I think I attended one party. And that was in Toronto. I was in Toronto for two years. And it was the only time I went attended to a party. And... And that was ever since I got by. Now, I was living in town. I was told, do not serve the candy. So I think it was right. better. So anyways, um, and where I am living now, I can't see the um, the people coming in through the front door because my, my middle does not face the front door. Mm -hmm. So uh, will it be able to serve the candy? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, at least you had some good times, some, uh, a party or two you got to go to, and you got to do it as a kid some, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll do it now. Yeah. Other people do it. That's right. You get to get the candy, though. Make sure they give you candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it'd be on the show. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here, Randy. All right, that's all. The, that's all the first timers we got. All right, so we do have about twenty minutes, and as I said, I do have something else up my sleeve. Ha ha ha! Um, so while you guys are thinking about what I'm going to ask you here, I'm going to share my view on Halloween. I got one too. Remember yeah. my Halloween story. Okay. Yeah, just just hang tight. Um, so um, my question for you all, and we don't we're not gonna have time for a lot of these, but a few, I'm sure. Uh, I would like to know your one of your memorable, your favorite or one of your most memorable Halloween stories, or maybe it was one of the scariest ones for you. Um and so while you guys are thinking about that, I'm going to share my view on Halloween. So I grew up um, in a fairly, well, my immediate family was small, but extended family with cousins and stuff. So I was able to go out trick-or-treating with my cousins. And um, I don't, I think I remember they did describe costumes fairly well to me at that time. You know, they were more interested in going and get the candy themselves. They didn't care whether I could tell what the costume was or not. They're just like, come on, let's get candy. So um, 
But I do remember getting to dress up a couple of times. Uh, I don't remember what I dressed up as, but did that sort of thing. And um, then as I got older, I really didn't attend many parties. I mean, there was the school carnival, stuff like that. I did a couple of those, but yeah, I was I was one of those kids. I didn't like to be scared, so I didn't like somebody jumping out at me or making me feel gross stuff. So I didn't want to go to that stuff. I would rather be at home and have my parents buy candy and I just enjoy it in the privacy of my home. So as I got older, um, Halloween for me was more or less just sometimes uh, my late husband and I, we would uh, pass out candy. He was blind, totally blind. And I think it was Lisa who said that Ron was the more more verbal of the two, <laughs> outspoken, and my late husband was that way. He was very outspoken uh, and would ask kids, hey, what are you dressed up as? And he would tell them he's blind. Some of the kids did not believe him. They thought he was just saying that because it's Halloween. But, uh, you know, we, we had all sorts of interesting times with that. And now I live alone and... No kids come by anyway, but if they did, I don't know that I would want to open my door because I even hate to say it, but even kids are mean sometimes these days. So I am content just having candy and enjoying it. I've kind of gone full circle, <laughs> enjoy my candy at home in the privacy of my own home. So that is my view on Halloween and so now I'd like to hear a few of your memorable or scariest Halloween stories. So I know we had Lucy up first. So go ahead, Lucy. All right. Well, this is something that would not have happened if I had had sight. <laughs> we had Halloween dances uh, from 7th to 12th grade. So when I was in the ninth grade, I was dating this guy and we went to the dance and I don't remember what we dressed up at, but he had this black stuff all over his face. Well, after the dance, I told my dad that the dance was getting over like a half hour later than it really did. And uh, so we went to this place where kids go to play kissy face. And we played kissy face, and little did I know, I got that black stuff all over my face. Uh -huh. <laughs> so when my dad picked me up, he's like, by God, I know what you've been doing. <laughs> I was pretty embarrassed, but yeah. Surely not you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, you know, I, if I had been sighted, I would have been able to wipe it off. But <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, yeah, that's so. hilarious. <laughs> that's it. All right, thanks, Lucy. <laughs> and uh, I know I see Phil, but I want to, um, Steve, if we can pick some of the folks that have not spoken yet. I, I said Lucy but I didn't see the others until after. So if there's anyone that hasn't spoken yet, let's get them first. Okay. I don't think Judy's spoken yet. Uh, the other one. I have not. So here I am. Thanks. Um, 
So yeah, Halloween for me growing up was, uh, I feel like it was a bit stressful because I felt that I was never creative enough to come up with a great costume. It was all about the candy. And then when I got to be uh, too old to, to trick or treat, I loved giving out the candy. And I thought I was done with the whole Halloween dressing up thing until I got to college and talking with a, a friend who was a year ahead of me. It was right around Halloween time. And I said, well, I mean, we don't do anything for Halloween. She says, oh, yes, we do. And I thought, oh, I thought I'm done with all of that, having <laughs> to come up with a costume. So I was a huge Marx Brothers fan. And Harpo um, ran around with a like a horn that because he, he didn't speak. And I actually had one of those. I was such a big Marx Brothers fan that somebody bought me a horn like Harpo's. <laughs> so I, I said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I was thinking and I said, you know what? If I had a blonde wig, I'd go as Harpo. She said, open up my closet. And <laughs> oh. closet, she had a blonde wig. So I went as Harpo. I didn't speak and actually went as Harpo for the first the first two years in college. But I thought I was done with, ha with having to come up with a costume because I thought, <laughs> oh, we're too old for that. No, Halloween in college was like a national holiday. I mean, yeah, it was just it was a night of partying and nobody went to class the next day. And, you know, it was uh, <laughs> It was a big deal. So anyway, that was my 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 uh, my Halloween story for. So college. can we then, call you Harpo now? Yeah, yeah. Well, but I talk <laughs> now, so there's a there's a whole there's a big difference between then. Well, then when you're then. when you're not talking, we'll call you that. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, then. <laughs> thanks, Bill. Thank you. Okay, Pam Coffee is next. Hey, Pam. Well, the one I'm going to share is actually the first time I ever remember going trick-or-treating. I may have gone when I was like the year earlier, but I don't remember it. So uh, this was when I was four. And we didn't have elaborate costumes back then. This is in the 1950s. And you make you basically just threw a sheet over you and you know punched a hole in it for your head to go through, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe wore a little face mask of some sort, and you went around trick or treating. And <clears throat> we lived in an apartment complex and knew a lot of the people there because there were a ton of kids, little kids especially. So we all went around trick or treating. And one of our neighbors who had young children said, after you finish trick-or-treating, we'll go over to my mother's house. And her mother lived close by. I think we walked, but I'm not positive. Uh, she lived in an actual house. And we went over there, and she was handing out uh candy to all of us little kids as well and the main thing i remember about her is she had a bird a pet bird i don't remember what kind of bird it was but it was in a cage that was uh above the sofa ha hanging you know from the ceiling i guess or from the wall um above the sofa but yep that's my, the first time i remember going trick-or-treating all right Awesome. All right. Thanks, Pam. Mm -hmm. All right. And we got about nine minutes left. And next up is Phil Jones. Hey, Phil. Okay. Thank you. I was glad I got a chance to get a, uh, on the round two here. And the uh, fact is, I got to say this to Lucy, too, my friend. Lucy, you and I have been on 
so many calls together this week. I'm thinking of you as my next door neighbor. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, I really would love to have you as a neighbor. But anyway, I would love to have you. And, um, the trick or treating store. The last year <clears throat> that I went trick or treating with my two friends in the neighborhood, we walked up to this house where um, uh, there were a couple there with two children. Uh, one of them uh, was uh, maybe uh, somewhere between two and three, the one of the kids, and the other one between one and two. Now, the mother was out with the, uh, with the older child, but the father was at home with the younger child. And so one of the guys who was with me, I, I forget what he was dressed up as, but he said that, I, I, he was going to go in and see if the baby could recognize him. But that oh, was a mistake because the no. second he walked in and that, that baby, something, that oh. baby started screaming. Oh. I mean, screaming. I mean, it was horrifying. And the poor, poor Mr. Harper did not know what to do. So he just went and grabbed a handful of candy and threw it at us. Oh, we had to go after it. That poor baby. <laughs> wow. Oh my! <laughs> well, Thanks that was something. That. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's next my up story. We have... All right. Thanks, Phil. And we got Felipe next. Felipe. Hi. The most memorable one I I had was uh, back in 2015. I was sighted at the time, but and living in Pennsylvania on a farm, 15-acre farm. So my what my then wife and I, we walked towards town. And as we got in there, we had ski masks and we had bags full of candy. And we and the kids that were walking with us or next to us or coming the other way, we'd give them, we'd say trick-or-treat and we'd give them candy. And we go up to houses. And we say trick or treat, and we'd give them candy. Uh -huh. And the expression of confusion on some of the people's faces was <laughs> awesome. So that's the one that sticks out most in my mind. Uh, that's pretty Thank cool. You. I like that. Thanks, Felipe. And next up is Nora. Hey, Nora. Yeah, hello. My. My favorite memory of Halloween is when I went to a church and I was like I was still going to a Baptist church and here in Phoenix and the fun part was for me was that when I went to like a I thought a Halloween party, like a Halloween festival. I mean not festival, um it's like a fall party and I used to bob I used to bob for apples that time and and I used to belong to a club called the Awana, uh, you may not know what that means. A was a anyway, some kind of a Awana club for the Christian mm -hmm. club for the well, Sergeant and myself. And uh, after we had a little party event, I went into like a little haunted house and we made the uh, one of our Sunday, adult Sunday school rooms like into a, uh, a haunted house. And I thought oh, that wow. was interesting. Yep. Yeah, I had fun doing that. All right. That's so I, fun. Mm -hmm. And right now we're having Mexican music going on. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> going outside. <laughs> Reagan, you're welcome. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank thanks, you. Nora. And Laura's up next. 
Hey, Lori. Hey, uh, Bill. Uh, so, um, well, scary story. Um, I think this was on a sitcom that I saw this, but it scared me anyway. Um, some kids were, and this was on television I was watching and late at night and, um, the sitcom came on, but I can't remember the name of the sitcom. But anyway, this episode showed kids, um, toilet papering people's houses. And I heard on some radio program, uh, on my lady a the other day where somebody said, we're going to toilet paper your house. And I'm like, you come to my apartment building and do that. The landlord is going to evict you <laughs> or, or kick you off the property because uh, we got cameras all over the place, even outside the building. They're going to yeah. see that. So, you know, talk yeah. about scary. Yeah. Yeah. That would not be cool. No, it wouldn't. All right. I'll be allowed to. Stay. I'll be allowed to stay, but that that jerk is that ghoul is going to be kicked off with his, <laughs> you know. Thanks, Lori. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. And that's all the hands we got. All right. Well, perfect timing, you guys. This has been great, and I hope we didn't scare anybody away. If we did, maybe they went to get some candy. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for being here this evening. Um, we will be back again in a couple of Fridays from now. Uh, I'm not remembering the exact date at the moment, but uh, yeah. the 10th. There you go. Yes. Thank you. I knew I could count on someone here. So, Steve, thank you for hosting. And Herbie, thanks for streaming on media and also connecting us in Clubhouse. And you guys have a ghoulish weekend. We'll see you later, everybody. <laughs>